Hey girlfriend, welcome to the Damn Happy, Damn Healthy podcast. This is your host, Chelsea Caller. We will be talking all things health, fitness, life, and relationships. This podcast is for the woman wanting to find her happiest, healthiest, and most confident self without flipping her life upside down or sacrificing the things she loves most in order to do it. I am so excited to have you here. Now, lady, let's get to it. Hello, beautiful, and welcome to the best of the best series of the Damn Happy, Damn Healthy podcast. I'm your host, Chelsea Caller, and I am so pumped to recirculate some of our most downloaded episodes to you over the next several weeks. My husband and I just had our first baby boy, Reese Kyler, and I am on maternity leave but we thought there would be no better way than to keep the podcast rolling during this time off than to republish some of the episodes that you guys have loved the most. So over the next eight weeks, you are going to be shared our favorite episodes and favorites named by you, our listeners. As you dive into this, enjoy some of these incredible interviews, some of these workouts, some of these solo episodes conversations with my husband, and so much more. I know you're going to love it because you loved it the first time around. Let's go ahead and head on into this series and enjoy listening to the Damn Happy, Damn Healthy podcast. Hey, 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 damn happy, damn healthy fam. I hope you're having yourself a great day so far, and I'm so excited to have you spending part of it with me. I am Pumped for today's episode because it was actually inspired by a recent nutrition consultation that I did with a woman who signed up for the yearly Damn Happy, Damn Healthy Fitness membership, and I was inspired to do this episode because I feel like nutrition is just way too overcomplicated, and so today we are going to simplify nutrition with you, and I want to teach you what to actually eat and make that a lot less complicated than what it might seem. Because one of the questions that this lovely girl asked me, she was like, well, like, I just feel like I don't know what to eat. Like, I don't know what's healthy, what isn't healthy. And I can see why that can be complicated. And so today I want to debunk that for you and talk a little bit about nutrition. So I'm going to start by talking through some problems that I think we have when it comes to healthy eating. We're going to go into some solutions after problems because y'all know I love to give you solutions and simple tips for taking away um, from these episodes and feeling really good about what it is you're going to do. So takeaways are always big and we're definitely going to get you some of those. And then we are going to finish things up with a full day of eating of mine. So I'm just going to walk you through and describe what it looks like for me to eat and what I typically eat on a daily basis because I thought that that would be helpful as well too. Not that yours has to look identical because my version of balanced nutrition and happy and healthy is of course different than yours, but I think that we can make this work and give you a little bit of insight as to what that looks like. So first things first, let's talk about some problems. I think that's three problems that come to mind for me when I'm talking to women about nutrition and why it's so just like messy. I think that we one, overcomplicate healthy eating. We two, are afraid of flavor when it comes to healthy eating. And three, we eat the same thing over and over and over and over 
and over again. <laughs> so I want to kind of talk through these problems and why they might be difficult for you when it comes to nutrition and how I can kind of help you move past those when we get to those solutions. So first things first, I think that healthy eating is overcomplicated. I think that when we're told that we need to eat healthy, we feel like we need to have all these supplements, we need to buy all these fresh items and then have them go bad likely. And we feel like we have to like make these fancy meals and fancy dishes and it just gets to a point where it's so complicated that it takes so much work to do that we end up giving up on ourselves because we're tired of the amount of work that it takes and we're living our lives. And in my world, I want my meals and the food that I make to be as simple and quick as possible because y'all know we all have our stuff, whether it's kids, whether it's a business, whether it's life, just like enjoying yourself. We want quickness and we want convenience. And when we overcomplicate healthy eating and when we try and do too much, we end up falling off track. We end up getting resentful of it rather than enjoying it. Maybe we are getting some results, but it's just so exhausting to even meal prep or so exhausting to even think up a meal or throw together this like quote unquote healthy dish that takes like an hour to make. We just don't have time for that. So it's time we stop overcomplicating healthy eating and we take it back to the basics. Um, beyond that, we are, I think, so often afraid of flavor. I know that this used to be me. I used to think that like bland chicken and broccoli was the way to go and the way of the land when it came to healthy eating. And I think back to that and I'm like, why did I do that to myself? Like, why was I eating food that didn't even taste good? I really believe that food is meant to be something that we really enjoy and that is going to fill us up and fuel us, but also be there for like fulfillment. Because if you aren't enjoying what you're eating, then you're not going to have that like satisfaction sort of part that comes with food and if food's meant to be enjoyed then you're of course going to go from that like restriction, boring, flavorless, um, being afraid of flavor scenario to the complete opposite. Give me all the flavor, give me all the stuff and then we end up binging and we're in that on again, off again relationship with food. So I think one problem we have when it comes to healthy eating and when we overcomplicate it, we all of a sudden think that everything that adds any flavor to our food is all of a sudden bad. And I personally would rather you eat something with some flavor and not have you end up doing an on again, off again, binge and restrict sort of scenario than to be like 100% completely clean. So that's kind of that piece. And then the last piece is just this whole idea of eating the same thing over and over and over again. And this kind of goes hand in hand with the one we talked about just now, but when we eat the same thing over and over and over again and we don't mix up our meals, we don't have fun with nutrition, then it gets boring. And when we get bored, we seek out fun and we seek out flavor. And typically when we've been over restricting or being really boring with our food, we overdo it. And so taking these problems and turning them into solutions are things that I wanna talk about today. And one thing that I think is gonna be really helpful for you guys is I really wanna talk about grocery shopping and what my mindset is as I kind of work my way through a grocery store. I'm gonna talk about how to make your food actually taste good and talking about like variety and convenience as well too. So 
the first piece to the puzzle when it comes to having healthy food on hand and being sure that you're prepared because I do think that's important if you're wanting to be more mindful about what you're putting in your body we got to make sure we shop for it so if you are creating a grocery list and I'll just kind of talk you through how I create my grocery list I always think about my kind of three main food groups first and I'm thinking about vegetables I'm thinking about lean protein and I'm then thinking about like complex carbohydrates and then the last thing that I think about are um, like fun foods, okay? So whenever I'm creating a grocery list or whenever I'm thinking about meals for the week, I am first basing it off nutrient-dense things because we can fill in the gaps with fun foods, we can fill in the gaps with um, flavor, but it's first and foremost most important that you hit those categories and that you make sure that you're being mindful as to what it is you're buying. I'm sure you may or may not have heard this before, but think about shopping the perimeter of the grocery store. So my the majority of my foods come from my perimeter of my grocery store and then the onesie twosies kind of things are coming from the center of that grocery store. So when you're kind of creating your list, I want you to first and foremost always think about veggies. And when I talk about veggies, I always like to just tell people like variety is really important. And when you are trying to kind of create your grocery list, if you don't love broccoli, don't only get broccoli, like don't, don't force yourself just like your hand and eating things that you don't thoroughly enjoy. Um, I like to think about getting like two to three vegetables for the week. And I should probably, probably three, I don't even know why I said two, three for sure for the week, because I know that beyond those three, I also can fill in the gaps with frozen vegetables. And here is where the variety and convenience comes in. I think oftentimes we overcomplicate healthy eating. We're always thinking like fresh, fresh, fresh. That's all we're supposed to do. That's all we can do. But in reality, some vegetables are better than no vegetables. So on days where I'm in a pinch, on days where I don't have the time to prep some like fancy vegetable dish, you bet your bottom that I'm going to my freezer and pulling out a frozen bag of steamable vegetables and popping them in the microwave because convenience is sometimes is a lot of the times life-saving. If you're in a pinch or you want, want to stick to that idea of like making sure you have plenty of vegetables, yes, I buy a ton of fresh, but I also do a really good job of having a freezer stocked with frozen ones because I know that there are going to be times where I'm in a pinch and I just need to grab something and go. So beyond the vegetable, well, kind of included in this whole vegetable talk, throughout the week, make sure, well, first when you're purchasing, I personally like to purchase vegetables that I know are going to last a longer amount of time. And if I purchase things that I know don't last as long, then I will um, take those veggies and eat those ones first or plan those in meals earlier in my week. So I know like my greens and my lettuce and that kind of stuff doesn't seem to last as long, but I also always buy things like zucchini and I buy bell peppers and I buy um, like a head of cauliflower and like those kinds of things I know last longer in the fridge versus me buying a bunch of greens or buying a bunch of like kale or things that I personally don't think last quite as long in the fridge. So 
be mindful as you're shopping for those veggies and be mindful as you're shopping in general and don't be afraid of buying convenience vegetables. I always think that people are like scared to buy like frozen or canned vegetables. Well, if that's gonna get you to eat vegetables and that's gonna be the most convenient way for you to get it done, then something is better than nothing and you're getting your veggies in. So beyond that, I head to like the protein section where I'm like usually purchasing things like ground turkey or chicken or we eat a lot of deer so I don't buy a lot of protein but um, that and then I would get eggs and any dairy products that I need and then after I've shopped my perimeter then I go into the middle of the store and I'm getting those handfuls of things that I use to like fill out my meals. So carbohydrate sources, then I would buy like fun foods, but my fun foods, you guys, are always the last thing on my grocery list. So now that I'm talking about solutions, I want to kind of talk beyond grocery shopping and start to talk about making your food actually taste good. So if you are someone who loves pizza, or if you are someone who loves Mexican, then get creative and make things that are flavored like that. Don't feel like you have to shy away from flavors and foods that you love. You can make those foods work within a healthy eating mindset. So when you're going through a healthy eating mindset, I always like to talk people through the plate method because I think it's a simple strategy for helping you feel really successful with nutrition. Half a plate of veggies, quarter plate protein, quarter plate complex carbohydrates. If I'm having pizza one night, here we go. I'm having pizza. I'm going to do a half a plate of vegetables. So that for me today is going to look like a side salad, a really decent sized side salad. I have the comp- the carbohydrates um, in the pizza crust and I have the protein if it's like meat on your pizza. Fill out those categories and don't be afraid to have fun foods. It's just a matter of shifting your mindset because rather than going an all out meal and having like five slices of pizza, why not have two slices of pizza and a giant salad with it? And then you've all of a sudden fulfilled that craving but also fueled your body with some nutrient dense food. So the real question with all of this you guys is like, what am I supposed to eat? You're supposed to eat foods that fuel your body and fuel your soul. So don't shy away from mixing up your meals when it comes to flavor. So as I kind of said with the pizza, go for the pizza. But let's say you're trying to make like a more nutrient dense meal and we're going back to that whole idea of chicken and broccoli. Well, plain chicken and broccoli is just plain disgusting. So what I could do to mix that up is turn that plain chicken and broccoli into some sort of like Asian stir fry. I will always have some sort of like Asian sauce available in my fridge and this is something like I either use the Walden Farms Asian dressing or I will buy coconut aminos which is essentially like a soy sauce substitute but it's a little sweeter because it has that coconut flavor and I'll use one or the other or both and I would take that chicken and broccoli, I would dice up that chicken, it would be in bite-sized pieces, we'd have our broccoli ready to rock and ready to go, and maybe a half cup of brown rice with all of that thrown into a little pan, or if you're cooking for the whole family, of course more than that, and you saute it up in those sauces, and now you have yourself an Asian stir-fry that no longer tastes like plain 
just plain. <laughs> I don't know what else to say. And you've mixed it up and you've thrown in a flavor that you really enjoy. You can add in sauces. You can add in fun flavors because if you do that, you're going to find yourself enjoying your food versus feeling resentful of the things that you're eating. I know I've said this on this podcast before, but y'all, I thoroughly enjoy every single thing I eat. I am not someone who's going to go and eat something just to eat it because it's healthy. Like, I want to enjoy the food that I eat, and I know that if the food that I eat is really delicious for me, then I'm going to be a lot more likely to adhere to my quote-unquote meal plan. So, Stop eliminating flavor. You can add flavor with sauces. You can add flavor with seasonings. So you can do like spices and seasonings like oregano and cilantro and lime juice and lemon juice and salsa and the coconut aminos and all all the different things. There's so many different ways to add flavor. So I want you to know that. And then the last thing I want to hit on when it comes to just like nutrition and solutions for you as you're figuring out what it is you're supposed to eat, of course, use that plate method to create your plate and use that plate method to kind of think about balance. But it's also really important that you you incorporate variety and convenience because when we overcomplicate healthy eating and when we make it something that's inconvenient for us, yet the not so healthy quote unquote things are less like more convenient for us, then we're going to be a lot less likely to be successful. So like I was kind of mentioning before, have convenient on-the-go options when it comes to healthy eating. And you can make healthy, convenient eating by doing uh, meal prep on Sundays and not necessarily like container meal prep, but meal prepping some proteins or meal prepping by chopping up your vegetables and fruits ahead of time so they're easy to grab and go with. Um... Having on-the-go options such as frozen vegetables or packets of tuna or, oh gosh, um, random like whole fruits. Like I just find that so often we struggle to eat healthy because we don't make healthy eating convenient. We're avoiding that convenience factor because of course if a candy bar is easier to grab than you having prepped some watermelon to grab... It's going to be, you're, you're going to grab for the candy bar because your watermelon is sitting whole on the counter and you're just not going to not gonna eat it because that's not convenient. You're running out the door and you need something. Or if you didn't plan to have like fresh vegetables in the fridge, not being able, like skipping out on that because chips are easier, well, pop a bag of frozen vegetables in the microwave and make it convenient for yourself. Today's episode is brought to you by the Damn Happy, Damn Healthy Fitness Membership. Thank you so much for being a listener of the Damn Happy, Damn Healthy podcast, but know that the Damn Happy, Damn Healthy Fitness Membership is where you take this mentality and this lifestyle that you're learning about here and you extend it. Damn Happy, Damn Healthy helps women end their search for balance so they can truly find freedom, gain confidence, and get fit without giving up their social life, without giving up their family 
family life and without flipping their lives upside down. If you want to make exercise and healthy eating an effortless part of your day-to-day routine, this membership can help you find this balance. Stop searching for the quick fix, girlfriend, to your lifelong battle with health so you can achieve the body of your dreams while still focusing on the things that you love most. How does Damn Happy, Damn Healthy work? Let me explain. Members get five brand new workouts every single week. The workouts are 40 minutes per workout and a set of dumbbells is the only piece of required equipment that you'll need. Along with these workouts, you get a proven system and accountability to set you up for success in finding your freedom in health, fitness, nutrition, and life. We take those things and we simplify them and we help you truly find your happiest, healthiest, and most confident version of you and believe that that looks and feels different for every single woman. And it's better yet, girlfriend, because you're here listening to the podcast. We want to offer you your first seven days free inside Damn Happy, Damn Healthy. If you want to claim this offer, if you want to jump into this, I encourage you to go click the link in the show notes and sign up for your first seven days free. Girlfriend, it's on me because I truly do believe that you are just one decision away from being on that path to your most happy, most healthy, and most confident self. And that click is right there for you in the show notes. And that click leads you to the Damn Happy, Damn Healthy Fitness Membership. I know that this has been like kind of all over the place in terms of tips and tricks, but the ultimate thing here that I want you guys to take away from this is that when someone says, what am I supposed to eat? It's really hard for me to answer that question because what you're supposed to eat looks different than what I'm supposed to eat. The key thing, if you if you can master filling half your plate up with vegetables in most of your meals, if you can master being mindful of making healthy, healthy nutrient-dense things convenient, then you will be successful regardless of if you have pizza weekly or not. Like you can have pizza and I can have Mexican food because that would be like my pizza. I love Mexican food. So it just is a matter of making it convenient and not overcomplicating it. Trying to incorporate more vegetables. Trying to start by flavoring your healthy meals so you're not resenting your healthy meals and By you guys doing this, you're going to feel a whole lot better about your nutrition and you're going to feel a whole lot better with adhering to your healthy eating plan. Now, let's kind of talk you guys through a full day of eating with me because I know that this is something that I get a lot of questions about and I just want to make sure that I first say your eating does not have to look like my eating. Everyone's is different. And just because I eat a certain way doesn't mean you have to eat that same exact way. But I think it's sometimes helpful for someone to hear what I'm eating. And this is like a typical day. Um, And I did provide some options throughout because obviously I don't eat the same thing every single day. Breakfast is probably the most consistent for me. But beyond that, I just want to kind of show you how flexible it can be and how, how simple it really can be to eat a nutritious diet every single day. So first day, I mean, first first thing for me is I, and something that I've learned within the past couple years is that I'm eating when I'm hungry. So 
I don't eat at typical times. Sometimes our schedules force us to eat at typical times, but I don't actually eat breakfast right away when I get up in the morning because I'm usually just not hungry at that time. So I'm getting up in the morning and I'm drinking some water, I'm drinking some greens, and I am starting my day. Um, about like 10 o'clock maybe is when I get hungry for breakfast. So I'm like more of like a 10 o'clock, 2 or 3 o'clock, and 7 30 p.m. eater like for my like three meals and sometimes I end up eating a really big breakfast and then an early supper and I do a lot of snacking in between so it, it varies and one thing that I think is important as you're trying to figure out what a good eating schedule for you is is to listen to your hunger cues and ask yourself am I really hungry right now or am I just eating to eat so that's kind of piece number one that's like a really big tip for me um First meal of the day, breakfast, favorite meal of the day. I could have breakfast for every single meal, and sometimes I do. <laughs> I love eggs, and I love just, like, breakfast food in general. So this is, like, the first and the easiest meal of the day for me. It looks pretty much the same most weekdays and pretty much the same most weekend days. So for me, I typically have egg whites with sautéed peppers and mushrooms. So I'll sauté... Um, bell pepper and mushroom and a little skillet with some olive oil spray and some salt and pepper and then I will either have like one whole egg and some depending on how hungry I am that honestly I really do listen to my hunger cues so I will either have like one whole egg and some egg whites or just egg whites mixed up in that and it will be like a little egg scramble and I also put like ketchup on top of that I'm a ketchup and eggs girl don't know if you are or not but if you haven't tried that, I highly recommend it. So delicious. Um, with that, that's not it. I also have a piece of Ezekiel bread toasted. Um, I keep my Ezekiel bread in the freezer, pull it out, toast one piece, and I top it with some RX vanilla almond peanut butter. One thing I will say, you guys, while I have learned to like do very like flexible nutrition, I always pay attention to portion sizes. So with things such as like peanut butter, I am measuring out my portions just because that's a way that you can regulate um, whether or not like you're over or under consuming. So that would be the one thing in that meal that I'm really mindful about portioning out would be my peanut butter. So I guess it's not peanut butter. It's technically almond butter. I don't know why I said peanut butter, but that stuff is delicious. Um, beyond that, I would um, probably have a snack in between lunch because usually, like I said, I wouldn't eat lunch till like two or three o'clock. Um, I would probably have a snack. Um, my snack is, my snacks always vary. I'll just kind of give you some insight on some things. I really love the V8 Energy Peach Mango little like drinks. So usually about noon or like lunchtime for most people, I'll go grab one of these cans. I actually am holding one in my hand right now because I just had one. Um, but it's called V8 Energy Peach Mango and it's this little tiny can of um, juice. It's delicious. And I just really love the flavor of it. It gives me a little pick-me-up because it has a tiny bit of caffeine in it. And yeah, so that would be one thing that I snack on, but I don't just have that. I would have that with like an energy ball or a piece of fruit or some veggies and hummus or yeah, it just kind of varies. My snacks are totally random. String cheese is one of my favorite snacks. Um, I, I don't, I, I prefer personally to eat bigger meals. So my snacks are usually fairly small. 
Um, once I do get to lunch, um, my lunch is usually always some sort of bowl, um, whether that be a bowl of salad or a bowl of vegetables combined with some sort of prepped protein. So if I have prepped turkey or chicken or ground deer or I have tuna packets on hand, if you like tuna, um, that's a great source of quick protein if I don't have anything else prepped. And I create myself a bowl. So I usually will do some sort of fresh vegetable or frozen vegetable. I don't prep vegetables for lunch because I don't wanna take the time to do it. So it's either already made because it's leftover from dinner or it's just already made because I prepped it on Sunday, or I'm grabbing for a bag of frozen vegetables because I want my lunches to be fairly quick, um, and then I'll maybe throw in some sort of, like, potatoes or um, rice or some sort of carbohydrate if I'm extra hungry. If I'm not extra hungry, I'd probably leave out that source. I'll just do veggies and protein and flavor. So I would do, like, a salad, or I would do... Very frequently, I'll do like a cob salad with chicken and avocado, and um, I usually don't have egg on hand, but I on occasion I'll have a hard-boiled egg in there. Um, I'll do like tomatoes and all cucumbers and all the veggies, or I'll do like another style of bowl where it might be that like Asian or Mexican type theme that I was talking about before. I really just switch it up all the time, like my lunch never looks the same. And it's just because I like to have a lot of on-hand options and I mix it up based on what I'm craving, whether it's Mexican, whether it's Asian, whether it's um, just like a salad, it doesn't matter. I'm constantly mixing up my lunch and throwing something pretty quick together. In between lunch and supper, I usually don't have a whole lot of time to snack. I might may or may not snack based on if I like am hungry or not, but Usually between lunch and supper is kind of a busy time for me throughout the day, whether I have like live videos to record or if I have like client calls and just like random stuff. So I usually don't do much snacking between lunch and supper. But then when it gets to supper, honestly, we get pretty creative and we just mix it up based on what we're craving. So I did write down two of my recent go-tos. Um, one of them has been burgers sweet potato fries in the air fryer, and a side of veggies. That has like been one of our go-tos. I personally choose to skip a bun because I would rather have sweet potato fries. So that would be like me finding my balance and utilizing like my like being mindful of like, okay, I don't need fries and a bun. I can choose between one or the other. So have a burger. I usually top it with pickles and ketchup. And then I have sweet potato fries on the side and half a plate of vegetables. This has been something we're having like weekly in our house right now with summer and stuff. I think burgers just like sound better and sound really good. And I'm obsessed with sweet potato fries. So that doesn't hurt either. Um, also with that, another option that we've had a lot lately are salmon bowls. So we've been um, cooking some salmon on the stove top or... Um, in the oven, one or the other. It's usually on the stovetop because I don't start cooking quick enough to cook anything in the oven and we're always like starving. We are in a bad habit of eating really late and it's just because we get busy and we do stuff and it's nice outside and so it's seven o'clock and we haven't even started making our meal yet. But anyway, um, so we'll take that and we'll usually do like sauteed zucchini and mushroom and then uh, cook some rice in the microwave, simple way, and then we'll put it all together and we've got this like salmon bowl that's usually seasoned with like 
lemon pepper and maybe some um, lemon juice and a little bit of garlic salt and that's that. Um, then I'm not gonna lie, I am a, I, I always crave something after dinner and it's never like right away but I am a nighttime snacker and I enjoy that. I think it's probably because I start eating later in the day. Um, I always like to tell people, people always ask me like, are you supposed to stop eating at a certain time of night? Sure, if you're eating just to eat, um, I would stop eating at a certain time of night, but honestly, calories in are calories in. So whether you're consuming them at 8.30 p.m. or 7 p.m., really doesn't matter. Still calories. So I always like to just kind of tell you that. So I, for a snack, maybe after supper, if we have time, if we haven't ate like at 8 p.m., then I will usually go to popcorn or protein puppy chow. If you want the recipe for that, just send me a message on Instagram and I'll tell you how to make it. Um, and maybe, or like if it's something small, I'll grab for like a cutie or string cheese or an apple. Um, but it's usually popcorn because I love popcorn. I'm obsessed with it. It's probably my favorite snack of all time. And we buy um, the... Orville Redenbachers, is that how you say that? <laughs> um, naturals, and that's what we buy. It's just microwave popcorn. It's delicious. So yeah, that's a full day of eating, you guys. That maybe like took longer to describe than what I thought, but I think it's sometimes helpful just to kind of hear what else, like what someone else is eating. So that is that. And with all of this, I hope that this episode was helpful for you and that you had some takeaways. The goal was really just to kind of teach you how to stop overcomplicating food and teach you how to stop overcomplicating nutrition and help you feel really good about what it is you're putting in your body. So just know that it doesn't have to be uncomplicated. The food that you eat is meant to be enjoyable and you want it to taste good because if it doesn't taste good, then you're going to resent it and you're going to be in that restrict binge, restrict binge sort of cycle. So I am going to go ahead and end this episode. I hope you guys enjoyed listening. As always, I love putting these episodes out there for you. If you have any specific topics that you're like dying to hear from, on the Damn Happy, Damn Healthy podcast, send me a message at Chelsea Caller on Instagram, and I would love to chat about what it is you want to hear more of. So keep on keeping on, y'all. I will talk to you on the next one. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Damn Happy, Damn Healthy podcast. Share some love for today's episode with a rate, review, and subscribe. And don't forget, take a screenshot of this episode for your Instagram. Tag me at Chelsea Caller and tell me your fave takeaway. I'll be talking to you again real soon, girlfriend. But until then, be damn happy and damn healthy.